let's be real here. Hello, it is I, your hostess D, and also known as the Entertainer. And if you guys would like to skip this intro, go ahead. But for those of us who are new here, go ahead and keep listening. It is I, your hostess D, like I said, and today we'll, we will be learning about either art or writing, whatever I decide to put this intro in front of. And yeah, so like always, we will be going over some of my life, some of my stories, and we'll even be going over some raw information as well. So I hope to see you all throughout the rest of this podcast. Go ahead and follow me if you'd like, and yeah, so... I will see you all in it, and on to it. Let's be real here. Hello, it is ID, also known as the Entertainer, and welcome back again today. And, yeah, so, welcome back to my lovely podcast. Um, just to give you all, uh, give you guys a quick update on the Procreate course, which, for those of us who are new here, basically I'm making a course about this digital art app called Procreate, and I am teaching in-depth my art process, um, uh, basically you go through the art process as well as, um, as well as me teaching you how to use Procreate all at the same time, and, um, yeah, so, it's, it's mainly for young teens, but I suppose anybody could take it, and, yeah, so, yeah, speaking of the course, you know, um, (laughs) Um, it's definitely, it's definitely underway, um, I'm hoping to get it released by the end of the month, which is only in about a week or two, um, if my calculations are correct. Um, for some reason I woke up this morning and it is extremely cold here. (laughs) It is extremely cold here in Virginia right now, like, I don't know if this is just a morning thing we're gonna be having now, but it's very cold. And I'm in a sweatshirt, so there's that as well. Um, I'm sorry if I sound weird. All of a sudden, my microphone's being mean to me, um, today, so sorry about that. But anyway, so yeah, it's really cold here, so I I don't know. Maybe winter's suddenly here. I I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) But yeah, so so let's get into today's uh, podcast. Let's get to the meat of this. So, um, basically today I figured we'd talk about the art process, and, um, if you haven't seen the previous podcast about the art process, I recommend you go back and you go listen to those, um, all the way back to idea, and then it goes to sketching, inking, coloring, and then to today's podcast, which is about highlights and shadows. Now, highlights and shadows are a very important thing to have in any piece, um, mostly because it helps you, um, you know, it helps, um, um, dang it, I've lost the words. It makes it look more realistic, you know, makes it look better. Um, um, (laughs) It's one of those layers of things where it helps add to it. You know, um, in the coloring step, you can layer on color and stuff like that. And in highlights and shadows, you're just layering on highlights and shadows, um, in order to add more, uh, to make it more realistic. Or just to make it look nicer, you know, whichever one you'd like to go with is your excuse to add it. And, you know, it's just, it's an important step in the process, 
um, for a lot of art. Um, I would say there are a few categories that do not require this process, uh, this part of the process, um, that being, I think, like, clip art, that kind of thing, um, stickers or sticker art, uh, probably wouldn't need it, um, you know, um, that kind of thing, you know, um, oftentimes little pieces of art just don't need it simply because it's just too many details all in one tiny package. So, yeah. In fact, I, um, yesterday, or I, th I think the day before, I was working on my logos for my business and for this, uh, the course, and, um, I made both the logos and um, I decided not to add any highlights or shadows to it simply because I knew it would be too many details and you know logos are uh, meant to be seen very small like extremely small so uh, it wouldn't make sense for you know there to be a lot of detail in it I had to like hold myself back like in my head I'm all like don't do it don't add more detail Please, for the love of goodness, don't add more detail. You know, it's it's just something, it's just something where I just, I can't help myself. I want to add more detail, but like nobody will be able to see it. So, you know, that's, that's something you got to keep in mind as well. And, you know, highlights and shadows, like I said, they're, they're important pieces. You see them all the time in real life. In fact, I'm staring at something with a bunch of highlights on it right now. And no, it's not my microphone. My microphone is mean. Um, but, um, I actually, I actually have this giant floaty, um, this giant floaty donut, we like to call it. You probably know floaty ring, whatever you want to call it. I have it in my room, um right now and it's all blown up and everything and with the light coming from the windows and everything um, um, it's actually getting a lot of reflections in a lot of different places um, and because of the reflections we're able to see where the creases are and the shadows also help illustrate this as well it helps us add more detail speaking of creases and things of that nature this is often, um, highlights and shadows are often how we show these types of things, especially in, um, very realistic art. Now, um, a lot of art and the art process that I primarily teach, um, has inking around the outside, around the details, things like that. Think of it like a cartoon where they have that black line all around, you know, each part of them. Well, that's kind of the part of the process that I'm teaching. And um, I often work in this art and everything, but if I were to go more um, realistically, I couldn't just have these black inking lines everywhere anymore. And, oh, hair in my mouth. <laughs> and um, the reason why I couldn't just um, have these black lines is because, well, like I said, it's more realistic. And, um, because I can't have those black lines, I cannot illustrate the creases, um, as well as before, unless I use highlights and shadows, or, for the most part, shadows, because, um, the, the plastic donut ring floaty thing in front of me right now is plastic, so it shows highlights as well. So, 
Anyways, so in order to, let's say, illustrate the creases on a shirt without having to use um, inking, we'd have to incorporate in some shadows. And, you know, shadows often illustrate curves, creases, things of that nature, you know, without you having to use more inking lines or things like that. Just remember to add them in later, so... But yeah, so, um, highlights and shadows have helped me out a lot, and, um, I've learned a lot of what not to do with highlights and shadows. Um, for example, um, I know for a fact that I'm not very good at blending things. Well, um, back in, um, a few years ago, I was working on a piece, and I decided to try blending shadows. This was before I knew of my secret blending technique and realize, and I now realize it doesn't look very good. Um, I'm sure you could probably pull this off a lot better than I did knowing more about blending, but personally, as someone who doesn't use blending very much, um, I do know that this is one way of not doing shadows, at least for me. Um, I've also learned um, just by looking at things in real life and looking at reference photos online um, where a lot of the highlights go. Um, I often pay more attention to these things or my memory just kind of locks them in without my knowledge because I can, I can, I am pretty good at drawing out highlights and shadows from memory. Um, sim uh, on certain objects. For example, let's say you got a metal object, for example, like a small shiny metal tube, like the one that is a leg of my stupid microphone. Well, um, looking at it right now, I know for a fact that the main big highlight just looks like white, one giant white line down the side of the metal tube. And so I've kind of internalized that so when if I ever go and make metal tube, shiny metal tubes, I know, oh yeah, highlights look like just one giant white line down the side of it, you know. And I know for a fact that it changes depending on the angle that you move the um, metal tube. It changes from, um, from where you look at it, things like that. So... Yeah, that's basically some of my insight about how it highlights and shadows. And I will see you all later. Goodbye!